even now, like, uh, there's certain video systems. So we have video, our coaches break down video. There's video systems that will integrate your heart rate. So as a player hops on the ice, it'll show at least which zone of the heart rate they're in. So it'll be color-coded based on, like, if they're 80% or 90%. And then you can see, like, okay, if this kid is constantly making mistakes at 90% heart rate, okay, we need to address that in practice. Or if he's – you know, for some reason, his heart rate's not going up when he's doing these things, you know, and he's making mistakes. What what might be the cause of that? Or um, it's interesting. They're starting to get there. I don't know how integrated it is, but I, I think Exos is starting to do yeah, that that's, with Polar. Exos maybe? Is, what, is what we use as uh, as a team to kind of break down video. So coaches, um, like, let's say I have an app on my phone or iPad or even you can go on the computer and watch it and you click like video, you select your game, you can select all your shifts, face off, special teams, anything. And then let's say I'll click, uh, let's say we play Quinnipiac, I'll go Quinnipiac, um, I'll go my shifts, Brussels, and then it gives me all my shifts in the first period, second period, third period. Click on it, and it's your sh- that only shift, so you don't have to watch the whole game. Um, so that's, uh, that's pretty cool. And then that's how we kind of do. Um, they break down other teams like that. So we play this weekend. We'll play Harvard and Dartmouth. So they'll gather a bunch of video on on those team, break it down. Hello, everyone, and welcome. You are listening to the Clarkson Ignite podcast, coming to you from the digital making suite in the Innovation Hub. Hi, everyone. I'm Annalise. I'm Nick. And I'm producer Ben. Our mission is to shape this podcast to the Ignite slogan, which is Think, Make, Ignite. We hope to connect individuals across Clarkson's diverse community and give you, our listeners, interesting and unique content. Our hope is that you can walk away from our episodes learning something new and valuable, something that will truly inspire you. This week we interviewed Devin Brousseau. He's been playing hockey at Clarkson for the last four years. We also had Tad Johnson on, who is the hockey strength and conditioning coach. It was great to learn about the technologies used for D1 hockey here at Clarkson. They use intricate technology and management techniques to help improve the team. We had a great talk about statistics, how the team uses them, and even a short aside about meat. We enjoyed the conversation, and we hope you do too. All right, this week for Listener Mail. From Devin Brousseau, who was obviously on this podcast, he gave us the very intriguing question of, if you were a pizza delivery man or woman, uh, if you were given scissors, how would that uh, improve your ability to perform your job, basically? And We went a little unconventional this time, and Nick and I just came up with one combined answer. So I was thinking that you could use the scissors as a defense, just in case... Like, I don't know, you're, del- you're delivering a very delicious and wanted package. Different animals or people might want it. You use the scissors. I specified a raccoon might come out and attack him, especially if it's at nighttime. Yeah. Never know what's going to come out. No. So that is our answer, to defend against raccoons. Thank you very much. All right, so we have um, strength and conditioning, conditioning head strength and conditioning coach Tad Johnson in here, and hockey player Devin Brousseau. If I pronounced your name right, yeah, that's good. That's good right. enough. And uh, today 
we have brought them in because we're talking about uh, advanced training techniques, uh, obviously in the D1 hockey program at Clarkson. And uh, it's obviously really nice to have you guys in here. Thanks very much. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for having us. us. Yeah. So uh, I just want to start off by saying, I mean, what kind of training techniques, advanced training techniques you guys use on and off the ice? Maybe probably start with on the ice. Yeah, I mean, I can go ahead as a player. Um, obviously, on the ice, uh, the, the, the main technology we'd use is our heart rates, heart rate system. Um, so every practice, every game um, of every week during the season, uh, we put those things on. Um, we, get, uh, we, we get to monitor our heart rate throughout the practice or game. Um, as a player, I guess the, the one thing I look at the most probably is um, either my training effect, uh, which is usually out of five, I think. Uh, so we look, for instance, uh, during the week, my practices are probably around uh, three to 3.5 out of five. Uh, which I'd say is probably regular week, probably a little higher. Uh, at the start of the week, we, we push pace a little more. Uh, and then games, it usually is probably a 5 uh, <laughs> yeah. out of 5, depending on the, the, the amount of minutes you play. But um, And, yeah, I think I think it's pretty cool. I think uh, for a player, I mean, obviously, Tad here will, will has more, more of the data, more, understands a little bit more than I do. But uh, the one thing I guess the players look at the most is probably – um, just our recovery like we could yeah. um, so basically on the report there you can kind of see where your heart rate kind of spikes up and down and um, the, the the way it goes down you want it to go down really quick right that means you're recovering very well so that's the one thing we look at we look to improve and then um, I mean Todd if you want to jump yeah. in Todd, you so got some more than from, I do with <laughs> yeah from the from the coaches side of things there's there's quite a bit we look at um, you know the the heart rate system gives us training effect, which is uh, like the magnitude of impact on your aerobic or anaerobic system. And we kind of, as as we map out our week, we sit down and talk about what training effect or team average we want on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and then heading into the weekend. Mm -hmm. um, we also get a breakdown of whether that effect is aerobic or anaerobic. Um, Hockey is a very anaerobic sport, but we still need to develop the aerobic system to get that heart rate recovery better um so we we mix and match those throughout the week um early on in the year we push pretty hard we try to develop all the way through christmas and use that system to make sure that guys are hitting certain numbers and then in the second half of the year we use it to to manage our our total training load so also on that uh readout we get it's called a trimp which is our uh, training impulse we track that um, not only daily but what we did um 28 days ago and what we've done the last week, it gives us this acute to chronic work workload ratio um, and can tell us if we're doing too much or too little um, and how that might impact soft tissue injuries. Mm -hmm. um, so as coaches, we look at quite a bit more, but we kind of educate our players on um, a couple things that they can look at, what they can pay attention to to make sure that they're preparing for their week properly. Um, and we use that on ice, off ice, um, kind of all around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think just to add to that a little bit, um, when Taz talking about workload, I think that's big. Like from the player standpoint, our coaches always tell us, you know, don't don't worry, just work as hard as you can all the time, and they they get to monitor, uh, you know, when to stop practice if we need to keep going and stuff. So um, it's kind of nice that you don't really have to manage your work work, I guess. Work <laughs> your, your energy, yeah, yeah, your energy. yeah. We'll well, yeah, exactly. So we're just going 100% all the time, trying to give it our all, and yeah. um, they're able to kind of monitor that. So you don't have to worry, am I going to be gassed on the weekend or am I you know, not yeah. going to be ready enough? Um, 
it's proven to work fantastic. And I mean, the four years I've been here too. So I'm sure there was some adjusting period when you first caught them, but, um, yeah, that's, I think that's the nicest part of it from player standpoint for sure. Yeah. There were definitely some bumps in the road in the first, first few years, not only just with the technology and learning it, but, uh, speaking the same language as coaches. Um, like I see the physical side of things and they see the technical tactical side. So merging those two took, took a bit of time, but, um, our coaching staffs are are phenomenal with that Mm -hmm. and, and are totally bought in our, our, um, you know, I can walk out to the bench and our coach knows exactly what our team average is and, and how much more he's going to go or how long we've been on the ice. And um, with that information over the years, we've learned that our, our motto has become uh, rest is a weapon the second half of the year. So we like we're off right now. We're off on Monday after the long road trip. Tuesday will be pretty light. Um, we want to make sure our guys feel fresh. There's not a whole lot of things we need to to improve. We just need to be fresh and mentally fresh so that we play well. Okay. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy because your honesty is really checked if you're working hard or not because you can tell if, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, Devin's kind of. You can't hide. Not really can't working hide. anymore. <laughs> no, that's, uh, especially, like, I mean, I've been here four years. Like, especially at the start of the season, like, in the fall, right? So we have no games, so we're mostly practicing. And, uh, you know, we kind of got to get in game shape, we call it. So you got to mimic some games. And, like I said, usually a 5-0. I mean, we rarely get in to five on practice if ever but um we got you know you got to push base you got getting the red which is above 90 above 90 percent of mm-hmm. your heart rate and um so you know you can't just look like you're skating hard out there you actually got to skate hard yeah, um, yeah so it keeps keeps the players honest and, um keeps like i said just you just got to give it your all and they'll monitor the rest so yeah but that definitely. that time above 90 is something we monitor pretty close so like um our D average a certain number, our fours average a certain number, and then we take that and use it in our preseason training so that our bodies are used to spending that much time above 90. Those workouts are tough. Yeah, I think yeah. your first freshman workout was a – remember you guys had, like, orientation, and the first freshman workout was a – you had to spend 12 minutes above 90. Yeah, you yeah guys 12 minutes dying. in the red, and it was – yeah, I'll never want to experience How much that. you guys – uh, like percentage of on ice time do you think is above 90 when you're at a game i usually like depends on the kid like depends on the player like i i'm usually i think on a team i'm pretty i get in the red a lot i think compared to other guys like some some games i'll be like i want to say like close to 17 minutes in the red oh wow i, I don't know if minutes. we want to name drop but we got a player that goes like 30 32 yeah i mean it doesn't necessarily mean you're out of shape i don't think i think no he the, he so the it, this is where you got to learn the differences in players so um we talked about it in our conversation before, we got a player whose puck possession skills are phenomenal yeah. and it doesn't spike his heart rate. And we have another player who, if he sits on the bench, he's in, he's like below 60% heart rate. Oh, wow. As soon as he steps on the ice, he's above 90. Like oh. whether he's moving or not, he just, that's just how his body yeah. reacts and how excited he gets. <laughs> and it doesn't, it doesn't negatively impact him. So when, when he first came on our team and we saw that he was like a five every day, we were like, oh, my gosh, we got to – so we had on? to go in and manipulate some of his variables to really understand what's going on with his body because mm-hmm. um, not every plan and not every not every number system is the same for every player. So mm-hmm. um, we've actually adjusted his percentages. So his, uh, his high-intensity time, that above 90, is actually above 93, I think, for oh, him. Wow. Um, and it just means his anaerobic threshold is a little bit higher. Um, so we can manipulate those on an individual basis. Um, we don't have necessarily like a, a 
a portable VO2 device or a VO2 treadmill to test that for our guys, but we can kind of learn it over time with them and just see what they're comfortable operating in and, and vice versa. We got guys who operate really low, don't yeah. get excited and, and are never out of breath. And <laughs> yeah, it's just so the freak athletes. Yeah. 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 How do you train this? How do you aim the system towards people who are freak athletes like that? I mean, we all know. Yeah. So the, the kids who are just different, just, just physiologically run different. Yeah. Um, we can go in and individualize things. So, and we can, we can look at, um, you know, where their percentages are set. So everybody's kind of set at like 50 to 60 is a certain color, 60 to 70, 70 to 80, 80 to 90, 90 to 100. We can go in and manipulate that. And typically um, our guys who run high will manipulate like the the 80 to 90% might go a little bit higher and the 90 to 100. We might go to 85 to 93, 93 to 100 for their zones. Um, and the guys who run lower, we might manipulate the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the system is is awesome in the sense that like any session that we do, um, if we reach a new max heart rate, it'll record that as their new max heart rate and reset their mm-hmm. variables. Oh. And then oh, if really cool. same on the other end, if we do resting heart rate or we do um, heart rate variability, which is it's a measurement that um, kind of relays recovery, um, it'll reset their resting heart rate to their new zone. So um, it's kind of always learning the athletes, paying attention to them and adjusting for them. And then we can also go in and, and make our own modifications based on what we see. Wow. Um, so it's, it's a very awesome system. Um, I don't know. It, yeah, it, I mean, we use first beat. It's a, it's a Finnish company. Um, it's big in hockey. The two biggest ones are polar and first beat. And we, we ended up with first beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, all the pro teams as well use it. Like, um, yeah. I don't know to what extent, but I know that for a fact, every, I know for every, every game that's for sure i'm sure uh, i mean their practice schedule is always different than college there, but no nhl is um, not allowed to monitor did in, they, did in they game the players okay, the players union doesn't use, oh wow yeah so maybe they, it's a practice or something i know i know they or maybe it's personal maybe i know some athletes it's, use it i think some of it's own. optional yeah but i i know that why would they opt out of it you think you can hide. You can hide. Oh yeah, you can't can hide. hide when you have it on. You can hide when you don't have it on. Yeah. So the players union, I think the the players association, yeah, NHLPA, um, doesn't allow certain monitoring um, where it's a little bit different in college. Yeah, and and it can be definitely used the wrong way. Like you can get all over kids who who don't like our kid who has puck possession. Who's really good with puck possession. We could be all over him. Yeah, and not really know him because yeah, at the NHL at the level, start, they're, like they're trading in and out. You might not know a player right away, and yeah, there's a lot of movement in the roster. Um, I mean, yeah, the player, that player on our team, like he he works very smart to say the least. Yeah. Um, you know, doesn't skate when he doesn't have to. He's, uh, yeah. he's one of our top players as well. So um, yeah, that's more the technical aspect of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the start, you see. He's, you know, his heart rate's not moving, he's not getting higher. Like, are you, are you putting the effort in? And he, he is. He's just uh, putting it differently than yeah. other guys. And, uh, yeah, we just we get to know that pretty quickly and uh, make adjustments. Yeah, but that's where the, the art of coaching and the eye test come in. Yeah. you gotta, you got to pass both the, the technology and the eye test. And mm-hmm. um, Sometimes it takes you a little while to figure that out with an athlete or, or what, you know, when they come in and they're new, um, what they're really good at and what they're not really good at. Um, and then once you learn that, then you can really help guys succeed. That he was one of our kids who, because he never gets to that above ninety, when he does do it in a game, this was at our Notre Dame tournament. 
once he got to it in a game, so I'd watch the game, watch the heart rate, as soon as he'd get above 90, he just headed straight for the bench. No matter what was going on the play, he knew he was done and couldn't make a decision. So we had to take him and get him in practices where we push him to that above 90 and then make him make plays Mm -hmm. so that when he does finally get into that situation, I think ever since then he's just elevated through the roof in terms of development and being able to make those plays under fatigue on the ice. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, that was was an interesting one with him. Or even like we've had had kids who – if you have an extra SA note in your heart, your heart rate will spike. It's kind of like a short circuit. We found two or three that kids have had to go in, get surgeries, get it burned out, and because of that, they're they're not as fatigued as often because they don't have that two tw- their heart rate jump into two twenty five just standing there. Wow, it's it's quite a wild system. We've found a lot of things with it. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. Wow, that was just amazing. I mean, you basically helped the kids out with their life. <laughs> <laughs> not that it would like take them out or anything, but it does stress them. Like, we, yeah, he, one kid was even treated for anxiety because of it. Yeah, oh. and then we found out. It was it, that SA note, and I think he got it taken care of two mm-hmm. years ago. And he's just—he's always felt—he's felt better and felt better, yeah. um, looks better. Doesn't look as shaky when because that's not happening, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it's pretty pretty cool to see that to address that. Yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, I mean, just looking into the future for on ice technology like that. What do you think the future is? I mean. Again, from a player's standpoint, like especially especially nowadays, and I'm 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 sure for the future compared to, you know, ten twenty years ago, uh, that one percent of you getting better makes a whole lot of difference. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you just take, I'll take speed, speed. You know, we always say no one likes a uh, a, a slow athlete, and uh, if you compare it to the NHL or pro hockey or any sport, really. Um, if you can get that 0.2, 0.3 seconds or that extra step in front of someone, uh, that's huge. That's the difference between, um, you know, making the team and even or, or being an average player to a good player. So, um, And I think getting that extra percent, 2 percent better um, can rely, like can heavily be relied, uh, relatable to technology. Uh, so, yeah, so all these all these things we talk about, you know, um, whether it's uh, off ice or on ice, uh, heart rates. I mean, we use uh, we use different things like la- la- lasers for yeah, speed, so. uh, speed work and stuff. I'm sure Tad will get into that a little bit, but it's like it's awesome. Like I think mm-hmm. it's it's the future. Like anything they can find to to help that training, that performance, anything that can help performance will be used. Uh, even if it makes the slightest difference, it will be used. Yeah. Uh, at whatever the cost, someone will find some. Some. Yeah. Um, and it will be used, and and so yeah, I think I, I'm sure we both believe it's the future. And, yeah. and if you ask any athlete, it's probably be the same answer as well. So. Mm-hmm. I think that we're heading down the path where, you, you can't. You, kids are getting so much better, and so are getting exposed to things so. Young and, and not even like we still want multi-sport athletes. We play non-hockey games in our off season to just develop athleticism. But you get exposed to training, and and like hockey players aren't in the weight room aren't going to train that much different from basketball players or football players or track and field athletes. There's always going to be some commonality. Um, the biggest differences are. are types of conditioning and injury prevention and then like how much size you need like football players certain positions are going to need more size but not all of them 
and hockey players similar some people who who hit a little bit more are going to need some more padding so they'll get some muscle growth but for the most part we want explosive fast athletes and that's every sport yeah um so technology wise i think you're gonna go down the path of on ice timing yeah. we we have the ability to do that now but we we just got it so we haven't implemented it yet we do all dry land timing and we're we we call us we stole this from uh chris corfus out of indiana i think so he's a track coach rank record publish mm-hmm. so we we rank our 10 yard dashes we we record them obviously and then we publish them with a team and we we show like where guys are moving how they're progressing and what our team average is and we've been chasing a a one five nine oh, yeah. team average we hit one five eight last week yeah, huge, <laughs> huge big news for the team yeah it was one big. five nine what Ten uh, yard, ten yard dash. Oh, from, 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 a, from a we, yeah we hit a we were chasing a one five, five nine, nine by playoffs we hit one five eight from a three point stance, um, which is big by the yeah, way. Yeah, that is huge. Yeah, That's boys really nice up. for us. Yeah. We, we, had a couple, we had a couple guys Hundies hit one matter. four seven yeah, and one, stuff that's like, it's, like that's pretty impressive. It was fast. lightning fast and um, you know vertical jump mats that you can you can test power on are are phenomenal or just vertical jump or reactive stuff, um, but on ice I think. The two big things are catapult runs a system that has accelerometers, so you can you could I think it gives 18, 18 data points on you can get groin load based on stops and starts, so you're keeping groins healthy. You can get um, accelerations, changes of direction, um, a whole list of things. So the heart rate's the internal monitoring. Catapult would be the external monitoring, so that you know what you can do with it. Um, or what it can give you is amazing, but then figuring out what you can do with it is is the next step. And yeah. I, I think, you know, if I'm a player, I would want that that information to, to help keep me healthy because if you miss a practice, that's a chance you didn't get to get better. Yeah. You know, you miss a yeah. workout, that's a chance you didn't get to get better. So if you can stay healthy longer, that's more opportunities to improve. And I think that's the way the technology is going is how do we – how do we prescribe the right load? How do we do the right things so that we stay healthy longer? We don't have missed days or missed opportunities to get better. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a long season, right? So you, you train and work out pretty much, I mean, probably Year-round. Yeah, you, well, <laughs> yeah. year-round for sure. But even in season, like, you know, in college, you're practicing, you know, three, four practices a week and with one or two lifts, and then you have your two games on the weekend. Um which, by the way, um, I don't know for for people who don't know college games, we only play thirty four in season and then playoffs, which is not a whole lot compared to junior and pro hockey. Um, but they're very very intense. They're very they uh, matter high so speed. much. They matter you so don't much. Have right? So everyone everyone's always going as hard as they can, and um, and so and and then you compare that to a pro level where you play eighty two games a season wow. plus playoffs, um, team and exhibitions and practices. And teams can play up to 100 games in a season and um they probably only practice once or twice a week but they got three four games a week right so mm-hmm. um so yeah it's when you talk about systems like catapult like that that stuff that's just it becomes so so handy and um whether you use it wherever or um, s- like sleep trackers even like if you're thinking about the nhl and how they travel and yeah and what yeah, you want to do for, another or even our league like our league's a little bit different than others we play a different opponent each night, and some of our travel between the Friday night game and the Saturday game is over two and a half hours. Yeah, so we got like this weekend, right? We play yeah. Quinnipiac, and then you drive 
It was it was more than two and a half because we just got stuck in traffic. Yeah, in New York, but, oh my god! Yeah, you got left at ten ten and got in at uh, one thirty or something. One forty five. Yeah, I was probably in bed around one forty five too. So, um, and we didn't even stop at the rink during that time. So, it's a while, right? So, um, and then obviously, like even if even when you don't travel, you're like adrenaline's still kicking in from yeah. the game it's hard to go to bed so sleep trackers yeah. are huge you've you been know. sitting on the bus yeah you gotta stretch yeah exactly yeah. So. how much sleep do you guys try and get like the night after a game as much as possible yeah just that's like... when you recover we want really good food and we want lots of sleep mm-hmm. so like we've over the t- over my time here we've changed to like we don't go to we don't go to pregame skate on saturdays we we try to sleep in as late as we can get a really good breakfast we'll do some enough movement and body maintenance stuff to like get a little sweat going and mm-hmm. get loosened up and then we try to nap again yeah, like yeah. We just, and i think yeah. a big thing that helps is the night before we, especially at home we do meditation so right after um our game we use like a meditation system yeah and, like uh, just uh, it's actually off of spotify yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, uh, <laughs> um, yeah so we just uh, meditate for about 10, 12, 15 10 minutes. minutes. Yeah. So we usually, uh, yeah. Just we'll, to settle down yeah. a little yeah. bit, you know, get the bike, foam yeah. roll, stretch, Relax. and then we just lights out. It's like a breathing and, and body awareness meditation and just try to get them calmed down and get them into uh, rest and relaxation out of that fight or flight, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. s- system and um, get some good food and then try to get home. And that's, and that's during, during the weekend, well, just because for the games, but also during the week, like, um, it's a big thing we stress on, you know, sleep, mm-hmm. nutrition, hydration, and yeah. uh, to monitor that, we actually have um, daily questionnaires that we call it. Uh, Tad, Tad made, and um, I'm pretty sure I chipped in in there. Yeah, for a couple questions. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give myself the, pat on the, the back. The summer here. one, you guys handle the summer. One. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, summer it's once a week. Um, just yeah. talk about your week, your workouts. It's actually controlled uh, by our captains. Cause yeah, what those questionnaires look like when you're in Italy? Yeah, I don't know. I was filling out with you, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but during 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 in season, we have one every day. Um, pretty simple. It takes about thirty yeah. seconds. Just um, how's your nutrition? You know, how's your sleep? How's your nutrition today? Um, to get your three meals and recovery snacks. Um, hydration, uh, hydration, status, stress levels. Uh, yeah, and yeah, a, I like. The, I think energy. this is the one you brought to us. The team standard. Yeah. What team standard did you embody today? So, like, oh, guys are holding up to to what we expect out of them. We expect there's four things we expect out of them. Yeah. So um, we have um, be tough, be a great teammate, work hard, or be coachable. Uh, those are the four things we look at, uh, look for in in our players. And um, and that's the last question on the questionnaire. Make sure yeah. it just reminds you every day that you got to embody one of those. Um, but not to get too carried away and talk about more of the technology. Uh, that kind of goes all back to um, Tad here, and he's able to, uh, once again, you know, you see you see a guy hasn't slept well or is stressed for the past four days, and, hey, he something's wrong or he has a heavy academic load or something, and yeah, we're so able we, to adjust. And, we take that and we associate a number with each answer, and then we any anybody that's average or below is highlighted. It highlights for us, and... We look at it, and any any answer that's the most negative answer is highlighted as well, and that just starts a conversation. You know, somebody might have one bad day. Um, you start a conversation with them, and it, they might be trending in the wrong direction, or um, or it just might be one bad day, and everything's good after that. They got a they got a tough phone call, or they got you know a tough grade back in a test, or just a bad night's sleep, whatever it may be. Um, and then we just try to find a way to 
you know, either end it at that one day or get them going back in the right direction if something's wrong. Um, but it's gone so far as to get kids, you know, hey, he's got a bunch of tests, he's stressed, um, can we get him out of practice or can we get him out of lift? What can mm-hmm. we do to help him? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where our players have been phenomenal in, in earning our trust to, to be able to make those decisions and not just try to get out of things. They're they're here to get better and here to develop. And so um, they've shown that to us. They've proved it. So we trust them. And when they need things, we, we'll fight for them to get those you know days off or that rest or that extra time to study, whatever it may be. Yeah, like I think – like those questionnaires, especially off the hop there, um, you know, it's it's hard, a little harder. Let's say you're you're a bubble guy, you're either in the lineup or not, you're kind of juggling in between. Um, do you want to answer that your energy's low, you know, on a Thursday before the game and stuff? But, um, you know, they, Tad says we, we've done a great job, but I think, uh, you know, the staff's done a great job as, like, we, we trust them. Uh, they do the right thing f- with the information, and it's not because your energy or you're sore on a Thursday that you're not going to play. Like, that's not how it works at all. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just there to make us better and help us. Um, it's more so, for us so to adjust how we approach the week or yeah, how, exactly. Yeah, so what we, we can we do for that sure, athlete to feel better. We made sure to, guys, just be honest. Like, that's the biggest part of if you want that data and that um, to work, you know, to, to, to help your performance, you got to be honest. So. Uh, we've done a good job at that. Yeah. If you want to make things better for the future, you know, give us honest answers, and we can manipulate our our plans to to make you feel better on the weekend. And mm-hmm. you know, we we try to look at trends. Our, our D worn out, or our forwards worn out, at our top six, or our goalies. Like, you know, is it a trend or is it one person? Okay, if it's one person, it's a conversation. What's going on? What can we do to help? If it's a trend, it's probably on us. What did we prescribe? Um, what did, how long did we run practice? How hard was the workout? What do we need to adjust? And then there's times we know it's going to be bad. Like, uh, what was it, three weeks, two weeks ago when we started the new phase? Yeah. We, we had like, one game on the weekend. It was like, hey, I know you guys are going to be sore. Like, that's if this going to happen from this workout. You're going to be sore. Everybody be aware of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And make sure we're doing extra work to, to take care of our bodies. Make do you sure tell we're them extra. before or after the workout? Before. Okay. <laughs> they know. They know. We, it, it wasn't bad. It was more to. of a – it was just – it was new. Like, yeah, it was it's some just, novelty it's not, and It's not some, that it's harder. It's just you work different kind of We did. Stuff. We changed range of motion. Yeah, so uh, – And speed of movement, sore, so – now that we know with all that, you know, the data and stuff, like previous years, we know that, hey, at that phase, guys get more sore. So just be, be proactive about it and not yeah. wait till the weekend where yeah. you can't move and you're playing. Yeah. <laughs> and we plan it on, we, we look at our, our year in a 12-month picture and we plan our our days, our weeks, we're going to be sore on either one game weekends, bye weekends, non-road trips, you know, whenever we can fit it in. And then our, our recovery or, or our deload weeks where we really back things off we plan those on higher Heavy longer trips, travels you know school hard like harder academic stuff. stuff like mm-hmm. just so we're in and out and, yeah mm-hmm. i mean there's research on exam weeks showing you're at 70 percent higher increase of soft tissue injury like wow. we'd be we'd be dumb to push our guys during that week yeah. like we're just asking for it so we back off quite a bit on Exam weeks. Clarkson hasn't made it easy because they've been yeah, spreading out really, exams. They, really, they, <laughs> they really used to be like two weeks back on the exams. See, they've been putting day. all of my exams I hope together. Listening. So yeah, they, they've been putting yeah. them like when listen. I first got here, all the exams were like in the same week for everybody. And now it's like couple. But I mean, like from a student standpoint, do you really want that? I don't know. 
So you guys are on the road a lot. I mean, uh, I know you're on the coach bus, so everybody's got to decide on one place to go. Where's your favorite? Like, what's the main place? Everybody's like, we're going there. For food? For food, yeah. I, mean, I know. it's Thursday nights, Outback all the time. <laughs> steak, steak dinner at steak Outback. Steak dinner at yeah. Outback. And I got to give them a shout-out for their bread. Just, <laughs> our team must go through 100 loaves of bread when we get there. I bet. I, I think it's pumpernickel bread. Is that it? I have no idea. So, it's so good. We just went there, and like I personally had two loaves. So. Oh. <laughs> Ours is Moe's. We always stop Moe's. Yeah. yeah. There's this Chipotle if it's if we get yeah if, if we can get Chipotle oh, yeah. too like that's that's more for the lunch I guess yeah, like, yeah. But like or the dinners, Saturday post game yeah so like um yeah you got to yeah you have to you have to yeah. I don't know. Yeah. do you try to make your meals more like protein packed or does it really matter at all? Uh, a little bit of everything all on him um, <laughs> I just see what's getting out <laughs> a steak dinner out there yeah so we we kind of plan based on Protein, carbohydrate needs, but also um, digestibility. So steak's mm-hmm. a little bit harder to digest, so we have that on Thursdays instead of Fridays. And then we'll go chicken, pork, or fish on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, post games, we want calories. we mm-hmm. got to replenish calories. So um, at home, we get, like, stir-fry or almond-crusted chicken. Yeah, like, it's not the so healthiest good. thing, but so it's a good. lot of calories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Higher the calories. You're going all good, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Stop getting So it's good. But on the road, you got to kind of work with what – what restaurants are around the area. One thing we did this year that I think we've loved is yeah. we, instead of getting like an individual order to take on the bus and go, we've been getting buffet oh, style, yeah. like family yeah. style delivered Just to the rink. So it's on the bus is not you never want to eat on yeah. that yeah. little, yeah. Well, whatever yeah. it's called. I got on a bus the, the other day. There's no tray, no cup. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you so, go. Somewhere <laughs> like that. Or like it gets delivered at, you know, nine thirty and you might not get on the bus till ten fifteen. Yeah, it's, it's cold. cold like... And then you're trying to get situated and hand out food and stuff. So we've been doing the buffet style um at the rink and I think guys have loved it just because yeah. you get a good cool down, half the guys will eat, half the guys will shower, then they'll flip flop and then we're on the road to go. So awesome. Wow. But yeah. we also provide like post workout athletic fuel which is carbohydrate um protein mix we have bars and snacks for them um fruits all that stuff mm-hmm. spreads breads and spreads yeah. breads and shreds <laughs> like peanut breads butters and, and, spreads. and, <laughs> and honey, breads and spreads <laughs> yeah looking so. at nutrition do you guys like look into the stuff that's i don't know a bunch of people have been coming out with their new stuff i mean like tb12 he's got that crazy diet for performance athletes have you guys been looking into that at all I mean, like, from a player's standpoint, like, I think the big talk this year was kind of that game changer. Uh, I don't know if you watched it on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. So it's, like, all plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that was – it was pretty interesting to watch. Like, I think our guys kind of, like – I think a few guys kind of, like, tried it, tried it I guess. Um, it's a little harder in Potsdam. It's hard to do like, on yeah. campus. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, on campus. The produce is uh, not exactly amazing at the price but like, But, like, I don't know, like – not for from a player standpoint, not really. I know a few guys actually. I don't know if they talked to you about it. It's like the what uh, Frank did with uh, it. Like it's an it's app. The that, sample. The, yeah, like so, you give a stool sample. You get, and you you get your microbiome tested to tell you what what foods are like superfoods for you, <laughs> what you should avoid or what you should limit. I wouldn't want to work for that app. Yeah. So, um, but it's cool because he like there there's some they literally things. sell you everything. Yeah. Like, wow. Everything you should stay away from. There's some things you should have he more. crushed, and it was like you need to avoid these yeah. cashews or something. Was, yeah. That was like not cashews. good like, for him. You can't have peppers, like stuff that you yeah, think, like 
Night Shades are bad for you, you technically, yeah. supposedly. But but yeah, so um, you know, so, some guys will pay more. Some guys will pay more attention to it than others. Um, and then from a team standpoint, like I don't know, if we you, just can't keep. You can't provide everything for yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a lot of people too. The thing we try to educate them on is like, like I thought Game Changers, the documentary was phenomenal for promoting, like a plant-based diet with um like wild game yeah mm-hmm. like it went a little farther than that but if you if you would have kept the wild game in there i thought it would have been perfect yeah. it's hard to get wild game up here but we have a couple hunters on staff um <laughs> yeah Luchi, they Lu- love our foods. rink guy like he he'll he'll go get deer and elk and he'll he'll bring it to the rink and wow. um you know you he'll cook some up sometimes and but like we try to teach our guys you know in season, we want 80% clean, 20% calories. Mm-hmm. Um, off season, you can go 90 10 because you're not expelling as many calories. So you can be a little cleaner. Uh, but it's just hard to get the calories you burn. Like our heart rate system tells us what they're burning just in practices. But there's like, you know, when you, when you work as hard as they do, there's, you know, growth hormone release, testosterone release, which, which has this, it's called an afterburn effect where it just plows through calories until you consume something. So um, we have to manage that stuff and just their daily, the calories they burn just from being alive. Yeah. Like it's, there's some guys that are like 5,000 a day and it's hard to eat that wow. much. So yeah. we expect them to have three, three planned meals. We expect them to have snacks between each meal yeah. as well as shakes. Um, smoothies are a big hit right now. We, yeah. we just got a Ninja Blender for the, Oh, a Ninja for, Blender. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For, the, for the lounge, the, Ping pong we've table been, and Ninja Blender guys been, are there like just three or four extra hours now. a day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but no, that see you give money that you know from from the beginning of the year is uh, like phenomenal. That's where we get our snacks with. That's what we get like all these little things um, with. So our our support and I know a lot of teams rely heavily on that that fundraising campaign to to help supplement all all their budgetary needs and. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so our nutrition stuff's kind of based on that. We have, I feel our culture as a team is pretty healthy. Um, you're always going to get a couple guys who hit five guys on a Sunday, yeah, or late night Saturday. But it's five guys and no no. It's once in a while. He can't. But I'm peanut guys. So oh, can't have peanuts. Yeah, I know. Five so, guys yeah, is basically your That sucks. But yeah, there's no. I I have no problem with it. Guys need calories. We we. I mean, we usually like. Sundays, like guys will just kind of treat themselves like for one meal or something. Cheat, just cheat day. We have no problem. Just with to it. like, our guys are it's good. more like it's more mentally too. Yeah. Like it's out of the, you know, it it's is. out of the way. And now yeah. you can just go, you know, for the rest of the week. You, just, kitchen. you don't have to, <laughs> you know, it's, I don't know. yeah. What is, well, I don't know. I'll keep it there. Where that. would you even like pig out around here? Ah, a lot of options. Yeah. Hawaiian Grill. Oh, big hit. really good. Yeah. Big hit on Never the been Big serving. It's actually not like that bad. Yeah. Like, I like the the katsumitsubi. I like the, those Hawaiian bowls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just nice, nice rice, veggies, chicken. <laughs> the Three Bears Gloom Free Bakery. They actually make really good stuff. Yeah, there's this uh, the new place beside too. It's plant based. I'm pretty sure. Oh, oh yeah, I that yeah. yeah. They do a lot of like smoothie bowls. And, yeah, like... apparently the avocado toast is big hit. <laughs> you just make that at home. Vine <laughs> <laughs> yeah. avocado on a piece of bread. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's better yeah. when someone makes it for you. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> do you have anything to ask, Annalise? Um, I was gonna say, do you ever find it like difficult to keep up with like trying to make yourself good meals while like practicing and doing school and? Um. Yeah. I mean, like, I think, I think 
one thing like for well first of all as with our team like we're fed on thursday nights and mm-hmm. then um pre-game and post-game on friday and then pre-game on saturday um from the team and then from a like from the players themselves we uh came came up with our own money we each paid kind of uh for the semester to have meals on monday as well um just helps us when you have practice and and usually lift especially in the first half you get to eat right away and you don't have to take care of coming back at you know six o'clock and making a a meal but um but i don't like i don't know i've been it's my fourth year here like um it's different as a freshman freshmen have those swipe cards there that Mm -hmm. they can eat on campus but um the rest of the guys kind of kind of cook and um i'm pretty sure like everyone on the team i can't think like everyone's like pretty like good cook like they like coming home making just a nice meal anybody um, a really bad cook though call somebody out right now uh, <laughs> I, I will I say, your, say your house is taco tuesday your house is good yeah we, we, yeah <laughs> yeah like i'll brag about my house the, the yeah, glock is good yeah you i got you have a good guac recipe yeah that's nico sturm's recipe <laughs> i gotta get it to him. Oh. Um, but yeah so like for well for instance our house we eat together every single meal like four of us which is like kind of unheard of i thought it was normal for the first two years but apparently <laughs> no one does that uh, um but uh but yeah everyone everyone cooks like i mean uh, a lot of guys you know are from you know i'm from montreal guys from toronto close by so um, you know, parents show up with a couple meals, either pre-made meals or just, uh, you know, some food, some meats. Um, so it's nice to just be able to cook. And so guys, to answer your question, no, not really. Like, guys do a pretty good job at that, I think. Um, I think the biggest one is the now that you guys have paid for a Monday meal, it really helps us start the week off right. Like, mm-hmm. we have a good practice. Early in the year, we have a good practice, we have a good lift and a good meal and then they can go do their academics and, and get rolling. Um, and then especially now when we're having Mondays off, guys will come in and do some body maintenance stuff and then they have their meal. Um, and it just, it just sets us up for a good week like yeah. with a good meal and, and ready to go. And, um, and like realistically, like it comes down to only cooking two meals a week. Taco Tuesday on Tuesday and then uh, Wednesday you, you cook a meal and then Thursday you're, yeah. And even some road trips we leave on Wednesday, so you don't even have to take care of the yeah. And, and then Sunday, <laughs> well, you said it best, right? We go out and yeah. uh, have treat ourselves. So, um, so yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> I wish I didn't have to cook every day of the week. That's all <laughs> yeah. I can say. <laughs> Taco Tuesday. Taco Our Tuesday. <laughs> it was good. We, we, well, the athletic trainer and I went over one night and we brought him some grass-fed beef. Yeah, that was good beef. Grass-fed, Wow. There's a there's a farm in DeKalb that delivers. Really? So you can put an order in, they deliver. It's free deliveries to Canton and Potsdam. Is that the same, uh, the same farm that, like, sells, like, half a cow for, like, 500 bucks or something? Yeah, you can get, like, a full you cow. Get, like, or you full, can get, like, you get a full cow for 1000 yeah. or a half cow for 500 and then they, like... They'll cut it up, however. Yeah, they literally. I we we were on the the website because we were thinking about maybe you know splitting it with a couple of houses, like a few guys. Yeah, because it comes out to be way cheaper, right? You need and it's good, and it kind of tells you like what cuts you want and stuff, and they just like prepackage. What pack do you want? A two in one like package or a single um, package? And like that's, I mean, I I thought that was pretty cool. We obviously didn't get it, like, but, but there's a bunch of different boxes you get. They do pork, chicken. 
Yeah, so beef, and they all the different cuts, and you if you can want to fork and... out your house, you know where to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My roommates, uh, one of my roommates, actually does that with his family. Really, and then one of the other okay. guys in the ski from team from here, from here. Or? Yeah, my roommate Dave, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Dave does it, and then some other guys in the ski team. They have a, uh, they rented a house and they bought a chest freezer and they bought a whole cow and they somehow. Yeah. Fit I mean, it it's there. like. It's good meat, and it's like your your better price too. Yeah, so they haven't had to go grocery shopping not, like in a very long time. You just go buy veggies. You don't yeah. have to buy meat. Yeah. yeah. So that's well, there's some families that do that. We we just do like the cuts that we want, um, but we'll buy 150 200 dollars worth of meat yeah. at a time. And yeah. Sits there for a couple months. And big meat. You have the big freezer. <laughs> yes. I don't know if the Carson freezers can handle that. But. <laughs> They're pretty small, aren't they? All right, that was all the questions I had. Yeah, I don't that think was a I great little meat conversation at the end. <laughs> Did you guys want to add in listeners? anything else? Yeah, if there's anything else you got to add in, I guess we we didn't really talk about like the statistics stuff. Yeah, we use. I mean, um, like if you want to relate again to kind of tech, like on the ice, like we do have, um, like they do take a lot of statistics, just general statistics. I think um, the two, I mean, the one statistic we like they. Like our team likes to focus on, it's called home plate Fenwick. So just in normal language, that is um, chances for like a ratio of chances for and against in in a, the critical area on the ice. So in front of the net, like around in front of the net, right? Um, so for instance, uh, I'm out there for a total of ten. So let's say I'm out there for five four and five against, then my Fenwick is fifty percent, right? Mm-hmm. Like half of them are good half of them are bad mm-hmm. um so they take that uh everything from individual from pairs when you're defense into a line so uh if i'm out there with two other guys then together what's our fenwick like um so they can tell like are you better off playing with this guy or or it's too risky to play with this type of player like so let's stay away from that so um I mean, even that's, I'm probably just scratching the surface with yeah, that the, kind of stuff. Fenway like, there's kid. so many, like, you can get pages and pages and pages and pages. I mean, it's more for the staff at this point. They do show it to us when they feel the need to. Um, but it's everything. Like, they even track, like, our, like I remember a couple zone weeks entries. ago, our zone entries are a percentage of, uh, you know, success on, yeah. on zone entries, on, on exits, zone, yeah, yeah, on yeah. exits of our own end, our challenges. I thought that was pretty cool. So a one-on-one battle. So every time you're in a corner, or, um, the amount we won, the amount we lost, and that's all individual as a team, as I said, as a line, as a pairing. Exactly. Well, even now, like uh, there's certain video systems. So we have video, our coaches break down video. There's video systems that will integrate your heart rate. So as a player hops on the ice, it'll show – at least which zone of the heart rate they're in. So it'll be color coded based on like if they're 80% or 90%. And then you can see like, okay, if this kid is constantly making mistakes at 90% heart rate, okay, we need to address that in practice. Or if he's, you know, for some reason his heart rate's not going up when he's doing these things, you know, and he's making mistakes, what, what might be the cause of that? Or um, it's interesting. They're starting to get there. I don't know how integrated it is, but I, I think Exos is starting to do yeah, that. That's with Polar, Exos is what, is what we use as, uh, as a team to kind of break down video. So coaches, uh, like let's say I have an app on my phone or iPad or even you can go on the computer and watch it and you click like video, you can select your game, you can select all your shifts, face-offs, special teams, anything, and then let's say I'll click – uh, let's say we play Quinnipiac, I'll go Quinnipiac, um, I'll go my shifts, 
Brussels, and then it gives me all my shifts in the first period, second period, third period. Click on it, and it's your sh that only shift, so you don't have to watch the whole game. Um, so that's uh, that's pretty cool. And then that's how we kind of do. Um, they break down other teams like that. So we play this weekend. We'll play Harvard and Dartmouth. So they'll gather a bunch of video on on those team, break it down. Um, it's, it's a big system. I'm pretty sure it's pretty expensive too. Like yeah. uh, then our instat, we have instat that gives us like. Uh, shots for and against has yeah, good that's... breakdowns for stuff too as well and like I think stuff on goalies yeah um, and then even like we have a goalie coach a volunteer goalie coach who will break down video on other goalies and kind of give so us ideas know... on on what they're good at and what they're not good at yeah. and how we need to move the puck to to score so there's there's a bunch of stuff yeah um, it, the list never ends really but I feel like we've talked about probably the the, the major major big big ones we use and like i said just to wrap it up uh it's everything's performance based right if it can make us one percent better it will take that one percent any day um you know gradual in, improvements are the best and um you know we, we we take that and we run with it and if we can be if that'll make the difference between you know one day winning a game losing a game well even if it's one game we'll do it and um, and so, yeah, it's been great and looking forward to a lot more yeah. Yeah. <laughs> growth of it. And then yeah. with the renovations, we've, we've kind of expanded what our future capabilities are. We don't know, you know, what that necessarily means, but we built a facility to handle whatever the future might throw at us or wherever technology might go. Um, so we're excited for it. We're, we're, we're hungry for it. Our players have been waiting for this. They're promised it. A while ago and it oh, took yeah. time as a small university but it's here and it's it's great so yeah. we're excited awesome nice awesome. wow thank you guys we well, appreciate yeah. it thanks, thanks for, for having nice us to learn yeah. these things <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening again I'm Nick I'm Annalise and I'm producer Ben and we hope to hear you soon Thank you.